With Father's Day right around the corner, what do you give to the man who has everything? Easy. You give him an experience he'll never forget. You give him Omaha Steaks because a world-class dad deserves a world-class steak. The Father's Day experts at Omaha Steaks have made it easy to put a smile on the big guy's face this summer with hand-selected gift packages starting at just $89. Just go to omahasteaks.com and use the promo code BLUEWIRE at checkout for an additional discount when you shop gourmet gift packages for Father's Day. With Omaha Steaks, the possibilities are endless. Endless flavor, endless variety, and endless value. Truly, they have perfected more than just steak. Your dad is guaranteed to love every bite. Go to omahasteaks.com, use the promo code BLUEWIRE to get an exclusive savings. Shop for unforgettable gifts that are guaranteed to make dad's day. Because if there's one thing that Omaha Steaks knows, it's the dads want steak. That's omahasteaks.com, promo code BLUEWIRE at checkout to save on exclusive packages starting at just $89. Hey there, welcome to Nick Pollock and Friends, where I talk to people I know and who you should know. Today, okay, we're bringing this back. I know it's been a bit of a hiatus. There are a lot of different things we're doing from the Nick and Alex baseball show to PL7 and the Plus Pitch podcast getting added. And I took a break with the Nick Pollock and Friends podcast, but I want to bring it back. And I felt there's no one better to bring it back with then Yancey Eden himself of Yancey Eden fame. I, the only reoccurring guest, this is, I've never had a recurring guest on this podcast. Now you have officially become it. Welcome Yancey. Thanks for joining me. Nick, I am glad to be here. Um, you kind of buried the lead a little bit. Uh, I'm going to say two things. First off, if you guys hear this really awful grinding sound in the background, my dog is just a few feet away from me and he decided to eat right now. So I'm really it is, it, you know, it wouldn't be a podcast of picture list if a dog weren't rumbling in the background. Perfect. Yes, I agree. Um, second off, uh, what is today, second Nicholas? Off. Second <laughs> off sounds like the latest goalie for the Rangers. Uh, but I... Uh, what is today? Today is the reintroduction of the no. Uh, Nick, Nick no, no, no podcast. No, I don't want to be 34, Yancey. Yeah. So today, I don't want to be today. I didn't want to turn 30. 30 hit me pretty hard. Um, I feel like 34 is just like a random day. Like, who cares? You know, when I when I started doing this in 2014, I really felt like the youngin. you know, I was like, all right, I look at all these amazing people have been doing for ages and I, I want to feel like the young blood. And now, I mean, I guess it's a good thing that I would suggest in any way that I'm more of a veteran in the field, but I don't want to be 34. I just, I, I know a lot of people I'm sure are that age or older and like, stop, stop whining, Nick. And I get yeah. it. I understand, but now it's like de facto mid thirties, you know, like it's 34, 35, 36. That's the trio you get. Mm-hmm. It's not fair. You know, So what, what actually is the specific hang up on this? It's not just the fact that you're 34. Like mm. what, else, what else is there? Why is this? Why I don't know. Right now? I, I think it's one of the funniest things to me is that time is the most consistent thing in the world. Yet it always surprises us. Right. And we always have expectations and things that we want to, be doing and achieving. And it's not to say that, uh, you know, I look at myself and find myself a disappointment or something like that. It's just, yeah, I don't know. I always want more. What do uh, the people, oh God, it's not even me though. 
what do people with power want more power? It's the same thing. Like anytime you, you feel like you could be doing more and certainly running pictureless and all has gotten me in the mindset of what more can I be doing? Mm-hmm. So that, uh, which is I'm sure not healthy, <laughs> but, but here we are. <laughs> I mean, you might characterize that as like a personal flaw of yours or something. I think that's actually kind of what makes you, you, um, mm. You know? With the flaw, yes. Yeah, you know, when you create s- characters for stories, you want them to have flaws. So, I mean, that's pretty subjective. The fact that, it's <laughs> flaw. I, I honestly, I think that it's an attribute because you turn it into something like pretty productive and positive. Um, well, I, I very much appreciate that, Yance. And I've certainly turned Petrolist into meeting a lot of great people and yourself, very much included. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I don't regret any of these things. It's just, you know, when you turn a new age, especially one that is moving forward in a direction you don't necessarily want to, it's, uh, you know, you become more reflective and hard on yourself often. So mm-hmm. that's just where I'm at. I mean, I, I, again, feel so very lucky to have so many incredible people in my life and to be able to see them this weekend and to hear from them. And it's such a blessing, but it's, uh, yeah, you know, I, 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 I'm also one of those that I, uh, I mean, it should be no shock to you, I guess, but oh, I hate, I, I, Seeing the happy birthday stuff and like, especially publicly, oh man, I don't know what to do when they sing happy birthday. I don't, yeah. when someone's saying these things, I just, I sure, oh, I can't, I can't handle it. <laughs> I, I intentionally spend my birthdays very low key. I don't plan things. I, I don't really go out and do a bunch of stuff. It's mostly just Malik and I will stay home and grill steaks or something like that just because I'm yeah. like you. I don't like that all attention on me kind of thing. Yeah. And then I, yeah, then you join me for a two hour phone call. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is different. Yeah. It's different. <laughs> I want to say too, um, I know we're jumping around like we always do. Um, yeah, Nick did not, point. Dick, Nick did not originally plan for this to be on his birthday, by the way. He said, Hey, I'm thinking about, you know, basically rebooting the, uh, Nick Pollock and friends. And I want you to come on. I said, okay, sure. What, what dates work for you? And you were basically like, yeah, whatever. And uh, right. you and my wife are kind of deciding with my schedule and stuff. Yeah, which is back. the funniest thing, by the way. That's how I determined if I'm going to do it with the ants. I got to talk to Malika. Yeah. You know, everything, everything <laughs> close to her first. And um, it was like between like Wednesday and Sunday. And then Malika's like, do it Sunday. Do it Sunday. That works best. And then, oh, yeah, it's Nick's birthday. And yeah, so what? And Nick's. I mean, this like, is this is the best gift I could get. Right. Just yeah. Sit down, hang out with the ants. Are you kidding me? I, I agree. But. So let's I like I I want to actually figure this out like why why the hiatus like how like explain to me like what was the reason for not doing the podcast yeah. for so long Well I mean I think it's a uh, I I think this is a special one where it's more evergreen than the others mm-hmm. you know it's not um I, I it's a luxury where when we're doing like the plus pitch or we're doing on the corner and we're doing uh you know now the Nick and Alex baseball show or first pitch those things are very in the moment right you put on first pitch and, you know, it can be nice to kind of look back and reflect a couple of times, but, you know, a week goes by or so you're not going to go back and listen to April 23rd's episode or something like that. Right. Yep. Yep. And when it comes to podcasting, we've certainly or really just any sort of content in the baseball space. It feels very much of the now, now, now you did one thing and you move on to the next and that's it. But with this, it's really cool because it's you can go back and listen to all of those episodes and they're going to apply today as they did then yeah so uh, to be able to not actually feel the um the the drive of saying it needs to be every week because the time is now i thought was pretty cool um and because i had all these other things i was doing it's not like i didn't do the podcast and nothing else was going on 
You know, that's a that's another area. If it's, if it's just saying, hey, I just want to relax instead of doing this podcast. I'm like, well, no, hold on. I should I have that time. I want to be able to spend it on something productive. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, that was hey, cool. I'm adding the plus pitch podcast in the mornings and I'm we're doing the Nick and Alex baseball show. And there are a lot of other things that we're working on um, at pitch was for the future. I uh, but it kind of, you know, it became time. Like once PL7 was settled and everything I'm like, all right, I think I can add this. I don't know if it's going to be every week. Probably will be every two weeks or something like that. But mm-hmm. um, whenever we can. And oh, yeah, this is a good time to remind everybody. This podcast is going to be on the main feed. However, moving forward, this is not a fantasy baseball podcast. So Wait, if you want to listen to the Nick and, and Al, uh, if you want to listen to Nick Pollock and friends moving forward, you got to subscribe to the main Nick Pollock and friends, Apple podcast feed or whatever you want to listen to on Spotify or wherever. You can't get it on the main feed. So if you're listening to it on the main feed, you really enjoy this show. That's awesome. You got to go and find it separately. I'll put it in the description of, of the show. But you got to do that moving forward. Um, and it helps us out a lot. So yeah, definitely go in, sub to it, and um, five stars and all of that. Thank you so much because you're so excited that this is back. You're awesome. <laughs> you're the best. Uh, but yeah, that that's that's why the hiatus. And we're going to bring okay. it back, Yance. Yeah, well, I, I, I want to keep this trend of seizing control over the podcast. So I'm going to ask you another question. <laughs> so I've, I've noticed a little bit of this where the, there's like this bifurcation of content where there's like you guys are kind of moving where you're trying to organize fantasy from non-fantasy. Yeah. And I think I, I'm not a content creator right now. Like what? I, I, don't, I don't own a website or anything <laughs> like that. Um, but like I want you to kind of like tell me, explain to me, not like you're explaining to everybody that's listening to this, but like. We're, I think every time we get on a podcast, we're really good at it's just you and me talking, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm not asking questions for everybody else. I'm asking questions for myself. And yeah, this is the you're, best. You're giving me honest questions or honest answers. So what what is what is the reason for that? What is the reason for just a baseball-only show? Like, I always thought it yeah. was like all the traffic is being driven by the diehard fantasy players, right? Uh-huh, right. Is there something in the background that's telling you, no, maybe actually there's like an underserved market of just doing general baseball oh, man. content yeah. or what? I mean, okay, so so um, what's the joke in the world of fantasy baseball that there's no money in it, right? Yeah. Um, everyone that does this is for, for their passion. And for the most part, yeah, that's that's kind of real. I mean, sure, you can get to the point of Rotowire of selling for $27 million or whatever it was. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, that's, you know, they've worked so hard for so many years with such an operation to do something like that. Right. And I recognize that, okay, what fast than I do and a lot of people really on the site. Yes, we are a fancy baseball uh, first when it comes to the content we put out over the years. But if you notice in the last two seasons, um, we've done a lot of things that are actually both, you know, and, you know, talking about a player and doing analysis isn't inherently fantasy baseball it's just player discussion that's an argument saying that all the fangraphs articles not rotographs fangraphs articles are fantasy baseball too and they are they apply because you're saying this guy is good or bad or whatever mm-hmm. but that inherently isn't fantasy it's just baseball and when i talk about myself with pitching it's, i'm just doing analysis if they're doing if they're good or not and there's a lot of it that is baseball and i think everyone would understand yes there's obviously a niche for fantasy baseball that i think we've done a good job of reaching out to and, and delivering the stuff that people need the most. But man, is there a giant, giant, giant market for just baseball fandom? Mm-hmm. And it's, it's a tough thing for us. You know, we're trying to figure out how exactly do we tackle that? How do we go from being just fantasy baseball? That's what we are known for. And look, I recognize that my SP roundup and the rankings and 
um, you know, the streamers and a lot of that fantasy content is what keeps the lights on here, right? It's, I mean, that's just what has, you know, made it all work over the years. Um, how do we go from there, keep that going, but then also try to attack that market of baseball? So, um, and there also, I, mean, I will say, there is, uh, I don't want to say demonizing, but there is this uh, understanding that fantasy baseball's demographic is a little different too. Mm-hmm. Um, and we want to be more, you know, we, we want to essentially not turn off those that are just baseball fans away from the site because it's so heavily uh, fantasy baseball, right? Um, so there are a lot of those things that we're kind of juggling around. And what we've done is kind of recognize a lot of these podcasts that we do are fantasy baseball ones directly for that. Mm-hmm. And there are a lot of ones that are just baseball ones. And from a business standpoint, what I've done is um, we have our main feed. Originally, it was just the on the corner feed, right? right it was just, there. that's what it was. And But I just called the pitcher list fantasy baseball. I didn't call it on the corner. Um, and then we added in uh, the on the barrel podcast, which is pretty cool, right? And then we had, uh, then we started um, the first pitch podcast added to that. And then we started on the list and we started, um, you know, some talking pitching and it slowly just started. Then it became, okay, let's actually go for this. Right. And then all of a sudden there's yeah, 20 million. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but the thought process was, and I think it's worked out well for us is okay. We could do what every other company does, which are like, Nick, why would you do anything different? Well, I, every other company says you start a podcast and it's just, you're out on your own. Or we believe that a lot of these podcasts are great. And those that listened on the corner would really enjoy these other ones. Yep. And working with Omni Studio, which is a hosting service that has this really smart method. I, I know like no one's thinking to themselves right now listening. Oh, hey, I'm really curious about the world of podcast hosting. I want to hear all the intricacies of that. But it's really fun where Omni says, hey, you can create your own individual podcast feeds. And then also cross share them with with ease, which you never really notice that you need until you have like you want to start a network, right? Yep. So what we did is we took that main feed and said, all right, well, that's where everyone's subbed and everyone's listening. And instead of kind of starting all these podcasts and leave them out there to die almost, you know, because it's really, really, really hard to just start a brand new podcast with no listenership innately and just say, hey, go listen to this and this yep. random thing that you aren't subbed to. I mean, it's just really hard. Um and so we decided, all right, let's just feed them into the main feed. And we started doing it slowly, right? We wanted to kind of see if people responded honestly. Um, yeah, I think there is, from my understanding, there is this, uh, I do wonder at times if that main feed just all of a sudden reverted to only on the corner or and first pitch or something, how it would go. Like, mm-hmm. would we get more on the corner listens? Because if you go back over a week, it's not pushed down to the bottom. You know, it's still there at the top, right? Oh, I see. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, all those podcasts, they do well. You know, like, that. we, we saw, like, a very, you know, there's, sure, there's some that are different than others. But it was actually kind of surprising to me that how, how receptive everybody was to it. Mm-hmm. And so because of that, I mean, last year, across the entire network, and, and keep in mind, we didn't add in a lot of the same shows um, until really this year, now we're actually having like a whole system of at least one extra podcast every day. Sometimes there's a rarity of two, 
um, on top of the plus pitch, or sorry, not the plus pitch, the the first pitch. First pitch, yeah. Um, and I, you know, we had two million listens across the network last year, which is insane. That's crazy. That's nice to say out loud, <laughs> right? And and what we decided was because we had enough of the fantasy stuff entering the season, we could then split off the ones that are the baseball focused ones and mm-hmm. try and do the same system there. Um, the problem is that we didn't really have a flagship show. We didn't have like that baseball show. We had these like Nick Pollock and friends. We had shagging flies, which is great. We had uh, short hops and tall tales. Unfortunately, that one had to stop because Noah Scott, because he's amazing is part of the angels right now. <laughs> uh, but that's still, that's a really good one. That's an evergreen podcast. Like you can listen to that forever. It's just baseball history. It's the best. Um, and we have many other shows that, that are fantastic there, but, um, but it's, we don't have that flagship one. So we're hoping, all right, mean fast, let's go and do that. And then we can kind of replicate a bit of what we're doing with this one. So, I mean, that's the whole reasoning behind that. Mm-hmm. I think it's really important. I mean, if we want to continue to, to do the things that we want to do, the, the site we made, PL7, those player pages are a baseball thing. You know, it helps me do my analysis of pitching. Do I apply it to fantasy? Yes. But I truly believe there is no better page to understand a pitcher than our player pages now. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's a baseball thing. That's not necessarily a fantasy one. So slowly and surely, we're going to be adding, you know, the more baseball things we add, it just amplifies the pitch, the the uh, the fantasy baseball stuff too. So yeah, you're gonna keep seeing that, and I know that's much longer than you anticipated for that answer. No, that's. Uh, I think it's an. I I I love these things, these like these questions, and they're always it's a puzzle, and there's well, not necessarily the right solution, but I want to know why because so like I um I have a different li- relationship with baseball, and you and I have talked about this before. I didn't grow up playing it. Never played yeah. little league. Never really actually played a baseball game in my entire life. Um, and so like I just happened to start playing fantasy online, and I I became friends with people, and that's how I assimilated into that environment, right? Mm-hmm. And so I was all focused on fantasy because of my teams, and I want to be a better player. But the last couple of years, especially in the last six months or so, like I've scaled way back on the actual fantasy content. I went from listening to literally every podcast you can possibly think of just all day <laughs> and listening to them. But now, like as you're shifting towards, not shifting towards, but adding on right. non-fantasy content, I'm actually finding myself gravitating more towards general baseball content because my what I do with fantasy, yes, you know, th- this year I-, I spent more money on fantasy than I ever have. Like I, I'm really, really committed to it, doing really. And well. wait, hold on a second. I don't. I know this is preemptive, but speaking of which, number one in TGFBI right now, I believe, is Little Yance over here. Um, um, heavy, <laughs> heavy is the crown. Uh, that wears, and he's killing me in that DC league. I, I totally forgot. I, uh, you know this. I signed up for that yeah. DC. Yeah, uh, the, the so draft. Yeah, draft <laughs> champions. Um, we got to understand though. I literally did it not knowing that I had to set my lineup every day. Mm-hmm. I thought it was just a full-on best ball. Yeah, and I would just let it sit. I had no expectation of actually like every Sunday checking my lineup and doing it. And yeah, it hasn't gone great. No, <laughs> but I think it's actually all right. I think it's not so bad. It just hasn't gone great, and I'm. I haven't done the roster things that I need to do. And you know, it's, it's fine and cool. I'm going to be publicly humiliated and it's wonderful. Well, by you and Shelly who are killing it. Yeah. Shelly, no, Shelly is killing it. I think I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm middle of the pack in that league. Shelly is absolutely killing it, but 
you randomly just like texted me one day. This is yeah. like a few days before the season starts. You have all yeah. this stuff going on. You know what I mean? This yeah. is like the most important time for your your site. Yeah. And you randomly text me, hey, I want to do a, a DC with you. I just wanted to, I wanted to experience it. And like, you just wanted to smoke is what you wanted. Is you- <laughs> I wanted to smoke. You wanted this smoke. Oh yeah. Yeah, sure. On, you're extremely online. You know what that expression means? Yeah, no, but that's okay. I, I legitimately don't. <laughs> um, but I, it's fine. I mean, look, I, I did it because also I wanted to put my hand into a basket and be like, I like these guys and I mm-hmm. feel strongly about it. And I mean, the ones that I got, I've uh, means, you know, done for the year. Nick Martinez is now relief. Uh, I finally look, I got, I got Wanya Yepes Mm -hmm. and I got Matthew Liberator. Right. Yep. Yep. And like, you know, Yepes. All right. Liberator, not so much. Yeah. You had a bunch Um, of um, Nick's general strategy in this league was like, um, he, he loaded up on hitting early and then he waited super long for pitching. And then he just loaded up on every upside arm that he can think of. So he has the Reed Detmers and, um, Oh, I have Matt Brash on this. Yeah. Don't worry. Matt Brash. (laughs) Um, which obviously very quickly. Yeah. Well, I will say I hit on, on gallon and hit on Alcantara and Lorenzen. Mm-hmm. Hit on Jorge Lopez. Um, maybe but did you though? Kendall Jorge Graydon. Lopez hasn't had a save in almost a month. That's not true. That is true. I what? <laughs> <laughs> is it just the, the Orioles not? Is that the Orioles not winning games or having saves? I think it's a combination of both. Yeah. Well, all right. They'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, let's not talk about how terrible my team is anymore. Oh, I think Lodolo went on the IL. All right, we're done with that. Yeah. But um. I, what was your question, Yance? Oh, but I was basically what I was saying is, um, like, like Pitcherless is now kind of adding in more of the non fantasy content. Right. I used to be so diehard with just fantasy baseball content. And now I'm realizing, right, I'm super specialized in my relationship to baseball. I just play NFBC. That's, that's what I focus on. It's just redraft. It's not dynasty. It's not keeper leagues. It's not points leagues. You don't do any trading. Yeah, 90% of the fantasy baseball podcasts out there include all those elements, right? They're trying to catch as, as, as large of an audience as they can. So they're talking about trades. They're talking about head to head points. Like, you know, Frank sample does an awesome job on the CBS podcast, but it's not for me. You know what I mean? Sure. They're talking about ad drops and like, I would never drop. I don't know. Like they're they're fielding questions about like dropping like Walker Bueller after he gives up like four and runs or something. You know okay, I mean? well they're not they're not talking about Walker Bueller. Like, I, but I'm, yeah, yeah, I know I'm what you're saying. Out an example. Yeah. Like these yeah. are the types of questions, and and that's fine. You know, every I want people to play fantasy, but it doesn't serve a purpose for me. So like yeah, I'm sure. actually gravitating more towards like general baseball content because I actually get more out of that just hearing about team construction and what's going on with players, those types of things, as opposed to just a generic one size tries to fit all fantasy podcasts. Like I'm actually excited that you're adding more of that baseball stuff. Like, you know, some of the highlights of your podcast network is like listening to like chase young and Adam Howe and Kevin Hastings. Um, Oh yeah. Like, yeah. Keeper cut and on the wire. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. Even, even like, even like Callen Elsager, like talking about like relief pitchers and stuff. Like there's yeah, just so, the much, there's so much talent on the network now. And, and, and it's not all explicitly fantasy focus and not really a super big question here, but I'm saying like, I'm actually like, independently kind of like going along that same path as you, which is like, I don't want all of this fantasy content that actually isn't relevant to how I play fantasy anymore. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's interesting. I mean, I think everyone listening should know by now, if I haven't said it enough about my goals of pitcher list and, 
you know, I want, uh, look, I, I, I see this community. I see how many you know people love the sport and how many good people are here. And I, I've heard that forever. There's no money in fantasy baseball or whatever. I, I hate it because I, I truly believe there is a path that we can create something that isn't corporate owned that gives opportunity for people to do the things that they love and want to do. And, you know, like create this environment like, yeah. And actually like this passion is massive across everywhere. Like we should be able to make that thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and the way that we have to tackle it, like I recognize it, you know, I don't want to dive into the sports betting world. I, instead I want to just do it. Okay. We need to go from fantasy baseball. The next step is then baseball. And hopefully the Nick and Alex baseball show can encapsulate a lot of the stuff we want to do. Um, we had a test, uh, not test room. We had our pilot episode um, last week. I watched and, most of it live, by the way. Uh, thank you for being there. Yeah, it's 10 p.m. Tuesday nights. Uh, you can late. watch. Actually, by the time this is out, this will be the uh, the second episode will be done. Mm-hmm. And we're still figuring out exactly what it will be. And actually, I, I after that show, I, I'm talking to Fast about tomorrow. But I realized two things that I really want to change. And I'm curious what your thoughts are, Yance. I and I really am curious, like your feedback of that show uh, of one. I don't you know, I found myself I uh, acting like I do on a guest podcast. And what I mean by that is being the person that fields the questions they are thrown to me and I answer and I give my thing. And that's that. Yeah. And I don't want that for this at all. I want this to be like kind of like it is right now with you and me of just mm-hmm. literally just you know, kicking back and talking about baseball in the most fun, ridiculous, loose way, because that's what I think the sport needs more is, is treating it less like a business and a media cycle and more of just, isn't this cool? You know? Yeah. Yeah. Like Sandy Alcantara just went nine innings today. I believe it was. And he also continued on from his previous start to retire 27 in a row. Like that's cool. And Yadier Molina throwing off to Albert Pujols, like warming up, which I don't know how you feel about. I feel weird about this. This is something that I've really, I maybe I even expressed in that that show, but like I'll I'll get into that in just a second as I finish my second point, which is I don't want it to be a rundown of the news. I think we were kind of figuring out that's what we're supposed to do and we'll do that. I want it to be weird segment after weird segment after weird segment. I want to be a show of two to three minute segments. I think that would be so much more fun for everybody. Throw in a wheel of something that I need to comment on or fast needs to comment on. I have my wild thoughts. He's got his base hits. I've got my scouts honor. You know, just like, sure, it's sometimes, you know, we could put in a lot more time and make it the most analytical, smart thing we can. And we will certainly throw that in of just, hey, here is my stat of the week. Like, that sounds great. You know, just having those little mini segments. Um, but ultimately I want it to be just like what pitcher list is a celebration of the sport from people that you can trust and respect. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'm curious kind of what the takeaway was from you. Cause I mean, I was, I was sitting there kind of feeling nervous. Cause like, Oh no, I need to talk about hitting and I need to talk about <laughs> teams. And like, wait a second. The reason I'm so comfortable on podcasts is because I feel so confident in my knowledge base of the starting source pitching material. Yeah. That whatever you throw at me, I've got it. But yeah, when it comes to general baseball, I've got to do more of my homework for that, right? Uh, mm-hmm. I, I mean, obviously, I follow the game and stuff, but I'm just like zoned in. Anyway, 
quick thoughts on it. Like, would you take it that direction? Do you think that's more of what baseball needs? Or you're like, no, I want to hear you guys talk about the recent news. Well, I, I, I think the latter, right? Anything that you can do to differentiate yourself. Um, if there's one pet peeve I have, so the former, you mean the former then, not the latter. Yeah, whatever. The, whatever the new thing is, is which is segments. just making new, new, yeah, segments, yeah, yeah, okay. new not ideas, the news. And, yeah, and yeah, fresh okay, ideas. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, the biggest pet peeve that I have with fantasy baseball podcast right now, and the reason why I scaled back a lot is they are so incredibly formulaic. Every single fantasy baseball podcast, everybody comes on. If they have a guest, the guest introduces themselves, tells where you can, we can find you online. And then they go over like the four or five biggest news pieces of the day. They talk about the injuries and who's going to replace them. And Hey, this player is surprising us and he has a hot start. Would you pick him up? Right. Right. It's, it's, it's kind of like, you know, everyone listening already knows that is what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah, oh, right. I'm waiting to hear about Clayton Kershaw's injury. I'm waiting to hear about Jacob yeah. DeGrom being, you know, whatever. Hey, just listen and, to the first pitch podcast to get caught up on everything. You're fine. Yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> and, and, and I want some podcasts like that, but I don't want every single podcast like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, if, and if this new baseball show with you and Alex, and, you know, I love both of you guys, but, like, if it were just a retread of the exact same thing you guys yeah, in right? the corner, I don't know how interested I would be. And this is somebody that listens to literally every, you know, podcast that's on your network, you know, but, like, you can take, you know, simple ideas that people have done a hundred times, which is, you know, talking about baseball and you can make them your own. Like the best example that you have on, on your network, I think is, is Schwebzy and, and Jordan, right? Mm. They're talking about just picking up players, right? They highlight a couple of players every single week, but they have managed to make it like its own quirky thing. There's a lot of personality right. that's within that show because they just, they just have huge personalities. You know what I mean? So yep. even though they have to adhere to a structure, which is we're going to talk about players, they're less than 20% owned every single week. And the point is, is even within those confines, they're still able to be like extremely creative and engaging. Right. Right. So I imagine like with you guys, obviously you're both very charismatic. You guys can carry conversations. You guys are great together. You know, like why not like take off the shackles? You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, that's, and, and, that's and what every I single week do. it's a mixed bag. Nobody knows what they're going to get. That's that's one of the reasons I was why actually thinking. I was actually thinking of so we have this amazing producer. His name is Eric Mira, uh, and I really like. He's worked with like Wimbledon and stuff. You know, he, he's done this before, um, and uh, I I want to make it a situation where we give him twenty. And we're like, whatever, we want to do these things. And then he tells us, we go, all right, Eric, what's next? And he like throws it up and we got to react to it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And like, this is what it is. And he chooses what the show is. And I think that's just, again, I want it to make it feel as much as possible like a live show. Like, I want it to be on Twitch and witnessed and like everyone gathering, a gathering of the community to watch something. I think is just, it's one of the best parts about Twitter. You know, it is when something really cool is going on. You want to be a part of the conversation with everyone. You want to be involved in just other people feeling the same thing you are. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's, a, that's, I think the best part about Twitch. It's not necessarily the, you know, I mean, there are many good elements of just, Hey, interactivity with people that you normally don't get in other forms of content, but it's also watching stuff like you feel with the other people. That's your own little community watching. It's like a concert, you know? Yep. And to be able to do that as a live show that feels like a live show, you know, like it really is live in there as opposed to just a rec podcast recording. I, that's what we want to achieve with it. And that's like, you know, that, that's like my grand 
idea of like, hey, if we can start tackling the baseball stuff, look, I'm doing like YouTube videos as well. I've got two great guys for that that I've kind of slowed down on a little because we didn't nail down the format quite right. And I might need more help than I anticipate to do it. But there are all these areas of creating stuff that you know, it seems easy in retrospect of what the answer is, but before it's made and before there's a schedule and a format done and actual commitment to it, mm-hmm. it's hard. It's hard to find what that thing is, you know? And I, I know a lot of people are listening that are part of the fantasy industry and wondering like, what can you do? Whew. Good luck. I, 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 I wrestle <laughs> all the time. You know, I feel, I, I, again, I feel so lucky that like I showed up when I did and had, so many things that allowed me to do what I do. Um, and the only reason I know all the things that I know is because I forced myself to write about every pitcher for Grinded. eight years yeah. now, you know? Yeah. Uh, and I still miss so much. <laughs> I still have these biases that got to go away and these emotions that creep in and all that kind of stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. So it ain't I easy, but hopefully, yeah, hopefully the I, baseball show is our movement forward to more. I, I, I like the fact that while you can still be spontaneous and you guys can be, you know, super creative in the moment and like it feels like a live show. And like you said, it feels like you're watching a concert and every single episode is going to be it's a completely different ele- element as far as structure, formatting, that type of thing. Right. You also have the resources that comes from the past success of grinding it out, which is you can have production value. It's going to sound really good. It's going to look really good. You're going to have nice transitions and bumpers and stuff in it. And no, that's Adrian Perry, man. Good job, buddy. Yeah, it looks awesome. But like those things don't those things don't make or break a show. But it's just it's just icing on on the on on the cake. Like and and so like really the skies are the limit basically and i i hope that i think i've actually said this before the very first podcast you and i did on this this nick pollock and friends i mm-hmm. literally said like i just hope that you you showcase yourself right yeah peel so back the onion is what you said yeah don't right. be pictureless nick just be nick yeah. right just just talk to me like you talk to everybody you know outside of 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 the online thing whatever. sure yeah you you've seen you've seen a lot more of of me than a lot of other people if that makes the sense i mean not to say that like yeah, and you know this. Like, this isn't. Uh, I don't put on an act. You know, it's not mm-hmm. like I, I'm I'm a different human or something. Yeah, I I just go out of my way to make sure that I uh, you know I I I am the person I want to be. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. and it, it's it's obviously different. I like I talk about I don't talk about all the non baseball things as much. You know. Yeah. I uh, live. That's all that is. Um. But you know, I, I, it's, it's hard. It's, it's hard to, to really wrestle with. Um, I mean, there is an egotism that comes with it, right? Like a, a, uh, an idea of, oh, is it me, the human, that is gaining all of these followers or people or whatever, or is it me, the content creator, and the thing, the advice that I have, and the, the output of what the thing is? I mm-hmm. uh, and you know, you want to believe that it's like I could write whatever I wanted and it's, you know, like I could just do whatever I want. I do this. And then I do D and D with picture list and like, okay, maybe I can't. Uh, (laughs) But uh, I remember you texting me. I was like, Nick, I tried. And this is, I can't, I I can't. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The thing is that was so much fun. I, I, it was, it was fun for the five of us. We all had the best time. Yeah. But yeah, that is not like, 
good content, you know. But is it though? That's see, no, it wasn't. It's, it's, it wasn't. I couldn't watch it back. Like that wasn't good content. But like this is something that I've I've struggled with too, though. Nick is like again, this is somebody that's not even a content creator. Like it's well established at this point. You know this. Like everybody knows this. Like um, I'll be very on Twitter, and then I'll be not on Twitter at all. Right? Very difficult yep. for me, like modulating myself right so right. I, I just have to completely pull away or i'm all in type of thing like the part that that kills me and i've, I've mentioned this on, on jordan and shrubsy's podcast um in the like, deep by the way go listen to it in, in the deep go listen to it all the plugs um buy the merch <laughs> subscribe on only fans um, <laughs> everything you have to do uh all the ends yeah i um like i don't like the fact that all of the people that i've met online and this you know not not the people individually, but just that I I can only ever really get a, a response about things whenever it's fantasy baseball, right? Mm. And 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 this is like the sixth or seventh like favorite thing that I do. You know what I mean? Like I like it a lot and I take it very seriously. But also like there's all these other things that I wish that I had built an audience around. Sure. Because because I don't want to tweet about fantasy baseball all day. I've right. never tried to act like I'm an expert or that I'm trying to build an audience and people follow me. And you know, I, I it's it's really jarring for me. I don't know if you if you kind of go through that too. I mean, I think you do know that. I yeah. I mean, as a human, I baseball is something that has been present for a long time, and I didn't. I gave it up. You know, after college, like I, I realized I wasn't going to make it. I didn't see any sort of path forward with it. You know, I wanted to play guitar forever. I worked at Guitar Center. You know, I had no idea what my career was. And I think it was um, 2013 that I got a job like I was coaching basketball. And then the parents really said like, hey, you guys are great. This is me and my friend, Brett. Um, we want you to coach the, you know, the travel baseball team, too. And uh, I, we were ecstatic about it. And we coached it. And then he left halfway through the season and left it just for me, uh, which I, I actually, you know, I, I stepped into it. I really enjoyed it. And then through that, then did pitching lessons with them, did individual lessons, all this other stuff too with it. And that really forced me to, to get back into baseball, right? Mm-hmm. And it wasn't, you know, through that year, I started watching more again. Like the, you know, 2010, 11, 12, I wasn't honed in on what was going on uh you know i was aware of stuff. i was like cool yeah yeah i'll go to some games do some stuff but like i not even close to what i am now i played fantasy baseball but i didn't follow everything closely you know yeah so so then it was all of a sudden like oh okay you know i had this idea for a website for like a gift database and that was it the the idea wasn't oh i'm going to be a baseball expert now Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. I literally just said, I just only want a database of gifts. And then I realized, oh, I need to write some things. Oh, I've done fans. I'll do like a set of rankings. And because of the popularity when it came out, I thought, oh, man, I have to like do something more with this, you know? And then I came up with the SP Roundup and I was like so infused by like, oh, cool. And I'll do gifts and this and like, I'll make this thing. And that's kind of what started it all. But yeah, that was that, you know, as you know, like there's all these interests and thoughts and discussions. Part of the reason why I wanted to do this podcast was to get an outlet to talk about, you know, not necessarily all, only baseball stuff. I mean, I found myself liking business. What? <laughs> like, <laughs> like what? I, I enjoy product management and like yeah. running a team and the philosophies of that and, and the decisions you have to make. And 
um, how hard it is to do that. Like it, it all, what is this? You know, I, uh, and you, you'll find me randomly putting out a tweet of something else. And I actually remember talking to Spore being like, okay, I'm playing MLB the show on Twitch, but you know, uh, Doom Eternal's coming out. <laughs> I want to play that game. But like, mm-hmm. do you think it's like what will happen when I go on Twitch and Spore said, all right, well, your viewership will tell you, you know, like try it, see what happens, see how people react. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it all, I mean, it, some people were still there because it was, it was just fun. It was like, cool, all right, it's Nick, it's hanging out. But yeah, it was significantly lower. And like, that's just how it is. You know, there's nothing wrong with that because this is, this is how you gained your followers is through that. It's yeah. like going to, you know, you're going to a club, like a chess club or whatever, as you would do, Yance. And, and like all of a sudden expecting them to like, you know, uh, volleyball, like, no, like you're not going to, maybe some people are, yeah. but that's it's, it. It's, it's weird for me um, because I think in that, in this realm, I'm not typical where um, like I'll go and, and I'll watch you play Dungeons and Dragons. Right? <laughs> you'll be like, you'll be out after 20 minutes though. <laughs> but I'm not watching it. <laughs> because amazing. Of, I'm not watching it because of Dungeons and Dragons. I'm watching yeah, it right. because of Nick, right? Dude, you, you know, would have so much fun with Dungeons and Dragons. I, I'm sure I would. I'm sure it's no. Great. You really would. I'm sure it's oh. great. <laughs> it, it, it's if everyone who doesn't play, I'm just gonna say right now, all the game is it's confusing in all of this. It's literally a time to just mess around with your friends and be creative. That is what it is. It's it's like the be- and it has all these rules that like if you want to do something, you can do it, and the, someone makes a story for you, and you're just problem solving as a team and making each other laugh and do this stuff it's amazing it's the best that's all please continue um <laughs> yes uh sound we'll, we'll do a, a live stream after this or something i'm sure um but but like i said i know that i'm not typical because i'm watching things of pieces of content that i'm not interested in like every time i'm in the discord and i'm hanging out with you guys I'm I'm watching everybody play games with my wife next to me and we're just like laying in bed and we're we're hanging out with people that are doing an activity that she and I are never doing. We have right. never played video games with anybody in the pitchless community, right? But we're always watching them play and it's still engaging because we're there for the people and not the actual activity. Like we don't even sure, yeah. do anything and we have fun, right? This all initially started because we would do trivia nights in the pitchless discord. Oh yeah, those are fun. Those were fun. I was so bad. I was so bad at them. <laughs> but I, I see this path and I, I see this like for you too, where it's like, you know, yes, people came to you because of the pitching thing, right? That's what you're known for and fantasy baseball and stuff like that. But like, also you have a big personality and a big heart too. And I think if you consistently just kind of put things out there, even if they don't immediately get the same type of reaction that the fantasy baseball stuff does, you will build out that little audience. Right. Right. Like my favorite people in the world, like they could, they could have a, a, a Patreon where it's just like three nights a week, they're doing a different activity. You know what I mean? And I just like hanging out with those people. And like, I would be a part of that. You know what I mean? Sure. Like I, I would watch you stream chess one night, by the way, Nick and I used to battle in chess and he beat me like 14 times around. We stopped. Yeah. Um, and then, and then I think Ahedo <laughs> did the funniest thing ever. He played me in chess and then posted on Twitter. I just took down Nick Pollock, but posted it from his side of the board. So if you know chess, like you can't see the other person's side of the board. So he should from his side of the board getting mated. Mm-hmm. so then i said dude you realize that like that's from your perspective so then he did a full mirror swap <laughs> <laughs> so then everything was upside down <laughs> amazing and everyone's like oh you took down nick wow man he really i think you bought into it you're like wow he really swept the floor with me that's amazing I was like, yeah, no well, well done he did not beat me 
<laughs> anyway, yeah. So I mean, I'll I'll play you again in chess. I'm surprised you actually haven't sent a move my way. It's been like a year. I, I, honestly, I have not even played. I I don't own video games. Like even me playing chess on my phone like that. It's every little piece of free time that I have. Like this is like the problem in my life where it's like I don't have a lot of free time, and then I go through like seasons of my life, and and you know this like where all of a sudden like I'm available all the time and like we're hanging out all the time and then I'm not available at all. Right. right. Yep. Yeah. And, and and I've, again, this is cyclical. I go through seasons in my life. I've been like this all the time where it's like, you know, all of a sudden like my siblings are calling me like, Hey, like, you know, we miss you, blah, 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 these types of things. It's just like from a, from a, a, a actual time standpoint an emotional and mental bandwidth standpoint, like, I don't know how people always maintain perfect balance in their lives and they're able to make time for everything and not get burned out because I have struggled with that my entire life. Oh man. I mean, that's, that's the name of the gig. If you're a, if you're a content creator, it's just, yeah, it, it, it's the, it's the hardest part. Um, there are, I, I have such a incredible uh, community that I'm so lucky to be a part of that constantly, you know, puts coal in the engine. Right. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, I, I have this benefit of been of doing this for so long that I, I just tell myself today's not the day that I don't do the SP roundup, right? I've yeah. I've kept up this tradition for ages. Like, why would it be today? You know. Uh, so it, yeah, it, it's a tough thing. Um, and everybody that is making content, I know the the grind and everything is just it's just like my coach said in college. Like, good practice is good practice, not practice. Right. So make sure that you're grinding something that you believe in can, you know, is beneficial in the end. And instead of just doing it as a purpose of I did the thing and that's it. You got to really be honest with is this good things like I've stopped doing things um, with picture list or we've pushed for certain content or articles and I've pulled the plug on it because it's just I'm honest with what it is. And that's just that's the hardest thing that I do. But uh, you have to do it. Uh, right. So you gotta be honest with yourself about that. Give me, give me real specific answers on this. Okay. You've been doing the roundup. Um, yeah. I know you, you said you missed it one time because it was like your a wedding. My sister's, my sister's wedding. Yes. Yeah. Which is understandable. I was like, all right, I don't have to. I have too much I have to do today, guys. Yeah, understandable, right? Understandable. And you yeah. know, if, if there were a death in so the family or something like that, yeah. I'm, there was, uh, there was another week where our site was literally down. That I didn't do it, but I'm not really counting that because I physically couldn't do it. Like that was just whatever. But yeah, every every day since 2015, but like, I was ready to do them. If if there were a lesson in this, like if somebody mm-hmm. could get something out of this, like I said, I I get burned out on things. I have a very hard time just modulating like how I do things. How like how do you not get burnt out? Oh yeah, like, honestly, like how you can't don't don't just say like oh you know well, I care about it and blah blah blah. Like, give me tangible things. Like, how do you prevent yourself from like, I've asked you this before, like during live streams and stuff like, hey, do you ever wake up and just like not want to talk about baseball today? Like, how do you do that? I don't know. (laughs) I I, I wish I had a really good answer. I mean, uh, there have been many times that it's like 1230 and I have to get the roundabout. Like, I can't, I literally can't go to bed until I get it done, right? And I've like been on my computer and I stand up and I go outside and I pace and I yell at myself and I have to literally just tell myself that this is what I have to do. And the best, you know, the best thing is what everyone says. If you want to do something, you just have to, you have to start it. And for me, at least with a roundup, it's like, okay, cool. I'll get one guy done. 
you know, let me just get let me just get Chris Bassett tonight or whatever. And you'll find that once you get past the initial wall, that it's just, you know, you know, grass ahead. Right. Like it'll just keep going through it. I uh, that's that's the best one I have. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the real healthy answer is if you start recognizing it, the world is not going to end because you didn't do a column one week. You know, um, you just have to be honest with yourself of that. You will get back on the horse. I struggle immensely with getting out of routine and coming back into it. I, I just in general have an addictive personality. I, you know, I, I like a lot of things and then I get really into it. And mm. the second that I lose that initial enthusiasm and I don't roll with that momentum and I break it, it gets messed up and I, it takes a while to get back onto it. Right. Uh, so I, uh, that, that's, you just got to know yourself with that one. But yeah, I mean, it's a, the answer is honestly, like you, you're going to have to deal with it (laughs) and you know, it breaks people and it's understandably so. And if you really deal with it and you can't get past it, then it's not for you, you know, and that's okay. You know, I am not made for, I'm not made for playing guitar professionally. You know, I'm not made to throw a baseball forever. I'm not, uh, there are going to be things in life that like, that's just not what it is. And the best thing you can do is be honest about what you can and can't do. And that's okay. Let me, let me attack this a slightly different way. Attack. What, (laughs) What is what with a is cane the, this time? Yeah, what yeah, is you would, the you reward for you whenever you do the roundup? Okay, obviously, just like getting clicks on the site, that is a that's a tangible benefit. That's something uh-huh. that you can measure, right? But that's not enough. That's not that's not why you don't go years without writing the write up, the the roundup, right? What is what is the reward for you internally that keeps you doing it every single day? Even when I mean, there's a lot there's I mean, first of all, I don't trust that I will be an expert if I didn't do that. That's my way of staying on the pulse of everything so that I can confidently talk about everything that I do. Right. If I'm not doing the roundup, then like, how am I going to learn how Justin Verlander just pitched yesterday? Like, literally, that is my study hour, you know? Um, it's also incredibly rewarding. I mean, man, I, I gotta say it was so touching. Like at the Pitchos meetup, hearing people bond over the stupidest joke that I had. What's your favorite best roundup joke? I think I just did the best one I've done in a long time this morning. Yance. I thought it was literally, I, I, I don't often actually cackle at my desk when I write one. Yes, you do. <laughs> I don't I do it maybe like five times a year or so like actually like laugh out loud as I write it yeah um this one I did it was this whole thing about Dallas Keuchel just being like it's stop move on mm-hmm. and then which led to him to be like yeah going to Dallas Texas walking on the street being like yeah this is me Dallas <laughs> just like how Paris did and didn't he start a war what P war <laughs> it's the dumbest thing ever and i'm so proud of it you know and that's honestly part of the redemption for me that itself is a lot more uh, you know lights uh, lights the candles at night right it keeps it going because i don't know there's something really special to me about having a medium where i can be that stupid that I could like come up with something like I have a moment of that I think is good 
that did not exist before. And it's, mm. that's a special part of it to me that keeps it going. Right. That, 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 that says like, all right, I got to do the SP roundup because it's a fulfillment for myself that maybe I'll strike gold like P war again. <laughs> um, there's like four things I want to say about this before you like jump back in. But um, one of them is this makes me think back to a conversation that you and I had with my wife present, obviously um, I've talked about this before. Every time anybody calls me, it's just an assumption that you're on speaker. My wife is right next to me. Oh yeah. So it's always like a, a two for deal yep. you know, for the audience at home. Honestly, why we do it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, nobody's calling to talk to me. Let's be real. No, yeah. absolutely not. Um, but we were, we were talking about the site and um, you know, just you're talking about, projects and 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 things that you wanted to do things that were working things that weren't working and ways to grow traffic and you know right yeah all the fun these are the most fun conversations to me because oftentimes i'll have that and then you'll say like what about this you go (gasps) yeah and then i can see the whole path and the steps forward and how successful it'll be those are the best so i i don't want to lose this so yeah go ahead let me get this out first so we're talking and going back to like your whole inside jokes, right. And you had this meetup and people connecting with it and that being like something that you really care about. Right. Right. It's, I, I didn't re- I, I never really understood the extent to which, you know, how much thought you put into that aspect of the SP roundup or, or the title, how you title it. Right. And Malik and I were literally talking to you about how, you know, Nick, like a great way for you to get more traffic, even more traffic on your, yeah, web, right, right, you know, right. on your clicks, whatever is like, you need to SEO optimize yeah. the titles of, you know, the number one thing that people click on on your website. Right. And Nick guys, Nick literally like you could hear like his Absolutely soul not. leave his body. <laughs> like, <you would> <laughs> that <laughs> is such an essence. It is ever said, you know, I, you know, it, it's, it, it's the essence of the roundup to me, you know, is that that's the soul. I mean, Justin Paradis has like, really lean into it we just mm-hmm. did rob at fun point instead of gunpoint and uh he sends me a, a graphic of like the carnival and the con candy and stuff mm. and then the next morning because it's a weekend one it comes out in the morning he says wait hold on i'm gonna go and add popcorn and a stuffed animal you know and like if i just called it sp roundup may 21st no yeah. You know, the, the charm of it is gone. You can't do that. Now, we did do this. We started the URL being SP Roundup date. And it doesn't have the pun in it. There's no reason for the pun in it, right? Yeah. But you can still have the headline of it. But uh, yeah, no, absolutely not, man. The, that's just a balance all the time of like, you on one side, um, you could think more SEO-friendly stuff, but then, sure, SEO, but then what about the actual user base that's coming back frequently, you know? Yeah. I mean, it was a, it was a silly conversation, but in all seriousness, like I realized in that moment, like, like there, there was like, there's two sides to this coin that is picture list, right? There is the, Hey, like, this is like, you know, a business, this is a brand, like, you know, there's people and contributors and there's a lot going on in a very real world sense. But then there's also like this, no, like there's still like this, like sense of like whimsy, and 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 like yeah. magic to it that like yeah there's it's supposed to be a charm it's supposed yeah. to be different than every other you know thing out yeah, there and, That's- and it was like it was like touching or like we've talked before about how like hey nick you know what like there's like two billion people on facebook like we should just automate the articles to go out the face and you're like i don't want to do it 
I just yeah. don't want to do it because I don't yeah. want to do it and I'm not going to do it. I'm like, okay, that's fine. But like, but no, we, we, we no- actually did. We did reintroduce some Facebook, I think this year, but like, it's just, Hey, here they are. We have a pictureless page. Yeah. And that's it. I mean, yeah. I'm not interacting with anyone there. Yeah. Yeah. Do you use Facebook anymore? I have a Facebook. Um, do you, uh, that's not the question I asked. No, I don't. <laughs> I only do it for events. That's it. That's literally yeah. it. You know. I mean, I, I still have one. Like, I, I honestly, I mostly. The only reason why I've never just deactivated it is because my family all messes messages each other in like a Facebook group, like a family group, and it's like I don't want to be excluded from that. You know what I mean? So right. I kind of feel locked into that one element of it. But, um, yeah. But I just, I mean, I, I keep giving you multiple examples, or whatever. But like, it, it just the main theme of that is, is like, yes, you want to grow. Yes. You want to be big. Yes. You want pitchless to become something, you know, amazing, but also like, we're going to do it my way. We're going to do yeah, it in a way that right. I feel good about it in a way that like, I, like I can go to sleep and I, I don't feel like I had to like compromise something that I don't yeah. want to do or I don't believe in, or, you know, some like weird version of pitchless. That's not me. Like you've never, you've never jumped at the opportunity to grow at the expense of like losing your soul. Yeah, I, I think the biggest one that I'm going to have to wrestle with the most and do it the right way is obviously with like sports betting. There's just so much money in it. it it's insane. Yeah. Um, like truly insane. And I, you know, one side of it is a lot of people want to do rev share stuff, which is you never want to do that. Never do that. I rev share essentially says it's all risk to you and not to them. They get free advertisement and then they just get, you know, Instead of a hundred percent sale, they get an eighty percent sale, and you get twenty percent of that. Like that's just terrible for you. Yeah. Um, the only times we ever done like sponsored stuff, like we did, I uh, fade the noise. We did um, DraftKings um, back in the day. We did that stuff. That was always never rev share. I uh, they paid us for those sponsored posts and everything, as we said inside of the articles. Um, but I mean, at some point, we're gonna have to hit that one. I mean, we're supposed to. I, I think I've said this before. Like we're working right now on having a player raider. And a daily one, and uh, you know DFS. Like here is all the daily uh, dollar values and stuff, and here's our you know player raider, and here you go. This is what we would do, which would be free to PL Plus people, which is great. I mean, like it's about introducing that without shifting, without forcing it. You know what I mean? For those mm-hmm. that want it, great, awesome. But we're not. I don't want to make anyone uncomfortable. I don't want to make anyone feel like oh, pitchless used to be this, but now it's like a money grubbing you know, DFS thing, like everyone else or something, you know, and it's, mm-hmm. it's not like everyone else, everyone else, a lot. I, I'll be honest. I think people, I don't know. A lot of sites have been pretty good about not overwhelming us with, with DFS stuff. Well, at least I've muted it maybe from my timeline. Yeah. Uh, but I, but yeah, it, it's, that's, that's something we're going to have to tackle. Um, but yeah, always got to keep the essence of what we do alive. Fortunately, we've created a site now that I don't think we're going to change a whole lot. Just add to, moving forward which is which is great it took seven iterations guys or whatever 7.0 we finally made it <laughs> lots lots of stressful phone calls and stuff too <laughs> well i mean yeah 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 i mean that's anything good takes a lot of work though mm-hmm. you know it'll never come easy and i think you'll i think yeah. you'll figure out the like the advertising stuff like i do i'm already feeling and seeing like the whole um, like the sports gambling thing, right? You remember mm-hmm. like, what was it? Six, seven years ago where it was just like FanDuel and DraftKings just all day, every day, just every, yeah. every, it was everywhere, right? Just yeah. the most insane advertising blitz you can possibly imagine. 
Um, and that, that wore me out, but also like I wanted all my friends who were podcasters, you know, who are doing this for essentially free. It was nice to see them make some money. You know Absolutely. What I mean? And I think most people recognize that um, they, they recognize that, Hey, it's kind of like a necessary, I don't even want to say evil because it's just money. You don't have to participate. You can skip the ad if you want to. Um, people know this, like, one of my um, one of my favorite podcasts I've I, I listened to for a long time. It's called The Gist with Mike Pesca. Mm-hmm. Um, and so years ago, he was railing against cryptocurrency and about how most of the things he said was right. Um, but he's just talking about how like it's not going to end well. This is a scam. This is a whatever. Right? He's a really really intelligent guy. Brought up a lot of great points. Um, I've always kind of had like one foot in, one foot out when it comes to cryptocurrency. Very I'm so out. So very out. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, we, we could talk about that for an hour. Or yeah, yeah that's okay. But, but the point was, was <laughs> you know, years ago, he was trashing it. Right. The podcast took like an eight month hiatus because um, basically like he took it independent from Slate and then now he was his own thing. And, you know, so he's running ads and he's doing live reads of crypto. Yeah. And and it yeah. just it doesn't feel great. Um, yeah. It doesn't feel great to me because like he told us how he really felt about it. Right. You know what I mean? And I think it's a little different in this instance with pitcherless versus like gambling content or something like that, because you've never said like, oh, you know, this is, you know, the scourge of the earth and I would never do anything like that or I would never host something like that on my site. Like, I think you can take it at face value and you understand like, you know, the perils that are associated with gambling. Yeah. But but you're not like flipping a switch and then saying, hey, actually, gambling is like the coolest thing in the world now. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, right. Exactly. Whereas like, with yeah, him, like he was courageous whenever so, he had like a corporate overlord that was like paying the bills. But when he goes independent, now he's now he's taking crypto money in sure. his advertisements, you know? Right. Like, well, so the, the the major thing that I did was I, I, I mean, I'll, I'm sure you remember uh, three months in 2019, I worked with MSG, Madison Square yep. Garden, to do their DraftKings segments. Yeah, I which I mean, I wish I could keep doing, uh, but I, I, it was, uh, you know, then 2020 happened and messed everything up. But, uh, but that was interesting. Cause again, I wasn't, I, I never really played DraftKings, and it was more of me just talking about like, I like this guy for tonight in general. And yeah. he gets DraftKings points. And, and that was that. Um, and I think everyone kind of understood that I wasn't saying, oh my God, please. Like I wasn't putting out tweets about you got to get into DraftKings. You got to yeah. do this. I just won this amount of money and whatever. And those that do that, by all means, go off and do it. It's just not me. Uh, so I, I do expect at some point we're going to have something that is it. I've, uh, I've actually already had conversations with some about doing more of it. And I remember distinctly in the call being like, hey, if I am doing this, it needs to be forefront of the episode. You know, this is addictive. Do not get too deep into this. Like, this is only for those that are doing it as a hobby right. and have the, the right, you know, in doing this just loosely and just having fun. And if you see that this is a, becoming a problem, get help right away. You should not be doing this. So mm-hmm. on and so forth. This is gambling. This is chance or whatever you want to say it is. I don't know. Like, if whatever. But I want to, I made it clear, like, I am not your guy if you want me to not say any of that, you know? Yeah. Uh, because I can't, I can't do that. That's just not me inherently. Like we had, we had three weeks with my bookie last year during the, the playoffs. And that was, you know, just a standard read ad and something like that. And we've since tried not to do them. 
as much as we can. Sometimes we get sent them. Um, we work with Gumball. Um, they sometimes send us stuff. Um, sometimes it's just like, I, I can't do that brand. I'm sorry. If it's gambling, some other things, they send me some stuff. I'm like, no, I can't. I can't do that one. Um, but I, but yeah, that will be something you guys are going to see. I mean, as far as pitch was growing, I, I'm not a, I mean, look, this podcast, why am I doing podcasting? Because it, it's a successful thing. It's just another medium that people enjoy. Mm-hmm. So you're going to see us at some point. I mean, I didn't invest in a giant network. I uh, just to kind of have money sink away. I, <laughs> uh, you know, we're, we are going to have some ads on this, but I always would want to hear people's feedback about, you know, how we present it and make sure that it doesn't uh, make the content suffer. And mm-hmm. I hope, yeah, as you're saying, everyone understands that we're doing this so that we can raise more money so that we can do wonderful things. And, and not hurt you. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. don't have to get PL plus. You should, because it's great, but you don't have to. Mm-hmm. And we're still a free site technically, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, if you have PL plus, that does not give you permission to harass my employees when you're a, day late on an article <laughs> which yeah. has happened and i cannot stand that in the slightest because you never have that excuse anyway there's my diatribe ta-da it's wonderful isn't it well done um <laughs> we've been talking about gambling a lot and i want to talk about other stuff but yes I, i'll say this real quick i don't think that again this is me okay i understand a lot of people love it Compared to like season long fantasy, um, and even even like daily fantasy like DraftKings, which I actually think is pretty complicated and nuanced, and it's it is interesting. Oh to man, me. it is. Yeah, it is a machine. Yes, it's interesting. I'm I'm interested in it as a game, right? Right. Yeah. I don't think like uh, betting the over on six and a half strikeouts for Shane McClanahan tonight. I don't think that's compelling to me. Oh I yeah, th- as a game. I, yeah, that makes sense. I don't. I just don't think it's it's fun. And I yeah. know a lot of people do, but I personally, I just don't get it. Like, I don't get it. You don't enjoy the dopamine hit? That's no. what it is. It's just this little mini chunk of like, hey, I'm I'm dopamine. Come on, hang out. I'm right here. Yeah. That's what it is. And I thought you were a McClana fan. All right. McClana Stan. Yeah. Well, I didn't want to reference Eminem. So I just went with McClana fan on my shirt. But you know. That's fair. That's fair. I mean, nothing wrong with Eminem, but that's his thing. So. Have you ever, have you ever on your own yeah. bet like an over under on something? No. Ever. Never. I never have either. The only exception is, is my buddy, Sammy, Sammy Reed. Oh, so you have. He'll do, he'll do uh, <laughs> like Super Bowl props, right? Every yeah. single year. And just because I want to be like involved in what he's doing, I will buy a percent of his action. I I don't have any input. I don't. Oh, that's pick funny. Them. I, I just want to be involved. Yeah, I just that's involved. another part of it. I mean, yeah. the the only thing I would take part in is like a March Madness pool because that's just I have done insanely that. fun. Yeah, you know, it's to feel like that's obviously it is a lot. Is you want that you want it to matter all of a sudden that you can actually mm-hmm. root for something and be emotionally tied to it, right? And March Madness, I it feels so strange every year doing a pool, knowing that these they're kids, you know, it, it's insane. They are getting close now to half my age, mm-hmm. and the entire Whoa. world just is like watching <laughs> them yeah. and like throwing around money and like you know, the, and, and anger. And I remember there was the uh, 
a banked in three that went in that changed the betting line and everyone was so upset. It was like a Duke or a UNC game or something. And mm-hmm. like, what? What do you, what? Yeah. Like, oh my God. It's so weird. It's so at its core messed up. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's, let's, let's change the topic here. Yeah. yeah. Let's move away from. From gambling, we, we are going a little bit long. I don't want to take too much of your time. I know that you know you have Fab stuff maybe to do still. I do need to double check on Fab before ten. Yeah, um, yeah. we can go a little bit longer though. Um, so let me ask you this. Yeah, it's been a, it's been a while since we've had a, an extended talk like this. I know um, it's been so nice. Uh, obviously, oh, yeah. What? No, oh, I was going to ask. Did you listen to to Keen to the uh, the band I sent you? Because man, it's good. Keen, Those, Keen's been around for a long time. No, 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 no. K I N D. I sent you that band with two the 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 female and the male vocalist oh, has like yes. the best verse. Have you listened to all five songs that they have? Oh my lord, they only have 127 monthly listeners. Listen and- to Piercing Light, y'all. It is so good. It is like the like the sexiest verse. It's like simple little thing, a nice little like drum, but like yeah, that's what's up. We're we're in this little pocket. It's great. The female vocals bring it out. The, the guitars are a little snappy and they're tight. And it's like, oh, it's like, I just want to live in that verse. I think I told you it's a little, it, it's, it, it's almost like proggy. Um, just like the, the relationship between the, the drummer versus the guitarist and the singer. She's like, a, I don't know. She just has like such a, an actual, like wonderful singing voice. Yeah. It's like a weird, you wouldn't expect her type of voice to be in with that type of band. Um, right, right. And then the guy comes in, he's got this little bit of like Chris Cornell type almost. And it's like, ah, listen mm. to that song. I know it's a little bit long. Once you hit like the two minute mark, of that song, it's just bliss. So I'm happy you listen to it. Mm-hmm. You know, all five of their songs. Great. That's great. Sorry, please continue. I, I just don't want to forget that. Yeah, no, we got that in there. Um, always, <laughs> always welcome for music talk. Um, by the way, Nick is like, as much as I talk about music, Nick, you're literally like one of the only people in my life that actually sends me music. Oh, really? Everybody knows that I love it. Everybody knows that all I do all day is just like looking for new music and and, right. and, and, and logging it and, and going back do, to it. Have I ever done music. you wrong? Um, maybe one or two. I wouldn't say you did me wrong. Um, yeah. Maybe maybe it's something that I'm not like in love with, but you've sent some pretty pretty banger recommendations. Yeah, right. You, you mostly like exist like in a musical plane where like I'm familiar with it. I spend time with it, but I don't like obsess over it so like yeah. you will find like that band that has 127 monthly listeners on spotify yeah. you know what i mean yeah i'm i'm so sad it's, the thing is like a lot of people talk about like hipsters or whatever been like oh man i know a band that has 127 like no i want everyone to know this band i don't yeah. want to be the one that knows them and no one else does i mm-hmm. i want it so that like they're so good that they're successful and i can go and see them and everyone i i can share this so I feel very lucky that I get to send you these things because honestly, like there's very few others that have similar tastes in music. So I'm glad you appreciate them. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I still take issue with like your relationship to screaming in music. Um, I hate it. Saying it's like too harsh or whatever. Like, no, it's, no, like, it's just it's removing <laughs> hate, this I... amazing element of music <laughs> and it's just making it bad. But yeah, you know, but uh, Rolo Tomasi, I can somehow deal with. Yeah, they're pretty incredible. Yeah. Oh man, uh, labyrinthine is so good. And yeah, okay. So anyway, um, presents. So, oh. so let's. Um, I I, I want to have this conversation. So, yes, we had the lockout. Yeah, that sucked, right? Yeah, 
a lot of uncertainty. Mm. We had, well, we still have COVID. People acting like right. it's not, um, you know, a million people in America dead and counting. Um, next year, we're going to have the shift, I think, right? They're going to. Oh, the banning of it? Bannings of the shift and stuff. Yeah. Oh, uh, hopefully we get some RoboBombs soon. Yeah, we have RoboOms coming too. There's all yeah, this yeah. stuff that's going on. Like, there's also like this like looming idea of, um, of like expansion, like adding teams and stuff. Oh yeah, like, right. That'd be cool. Us, like they keep saying we're gonna have 32 teams. Like, uh, I'm trying to think of how I can formulate this into a question. I'm not the most polished um, podcaster. <laughs> um, <laughs> you do great, Yancey. Like, I remember having these conversations with you about like you're like, man, I'm making so many like just gigantic investments in the site, right? Right. Like so many investments to where like actually like we really have to have a season or like this could be really really bad for yeah. us right and so i kind of want you to like give the audience like a taste of that of, oh man yeah I'm not, okay i'm not saying like like no, no, that's okay. uh, yeah, I'm yeah, saying, yeah. like talk about this last year or so yeah. because like every single year it feels like there is something with baseball there's oh, some man. gigantic thing that we have to worry about and we just never get to enjoy the sport concurrently for two or three years at a time right right um so so this is okay uh, this is gonna be going a little long i'm sorry but i hope you guys find this interesting um in 2020 i remember being with fast we had like the best day ever of being like a friday it's at 12 30 i go off and meet uh jameson tyone and talk to him have this mic inside of the phone we have mlb credentials this is great i'm now like three rows behind the Orioles dugout in the minors. It's a gorgeous 68 degrees or whatever on a Friday afternoon. I have a beer in my left hand and like answering an email that I need to do for work. And that's it. Like that was my work day and that's it. And this is the life. And like, Oh, this is going to be our year, you know, right Mm -hmm. before we go to first pitch Florida. And yeah, everything was bad. You know, we, we really felt like pitcherless was just, it was there. You know, we saw all the numbers going up. It was like, this is the season we, we take advantage of it. We launched 5.0. Um, we, it was a brand new looking website. I thought it was a lot more professional, a lot more of what we wanted to do. I had some really great people. And uh, you know, Dan Wiss made that a better scotch engine of the website. All that stuff came, comes crashing down. And the good news at that point was we hadn't made any investments. We hadn't really pushed into stuff, right? Yeah. Um, and Very lean. Yeah. Right. And I had been kind of saving a lot to kind of figure out what the plan was. I actually had, I think, I I was just about to consider, like, do we have enough this year to project that I could maybe hire someone full-time, right? Like, that was where we were at. Like, maybe this actually could be it. So then it came crashing down. Um, and we had something eventually. But the good news for us was that we weren't in a place of debt or anything like that. We were like, okay, we just hoard on to this and then we, you know, we'll do it. So I had a realization Um Dan Wist, love him. Uh, I said, like, hey, I, I kind of want to spend my time doing other things now. I was our, our WordPress developer and really sat down um, and thought, okay, you know what? I want to like, I think now is the time we really highlighted. I want to get like a proper dev team. I want to make some changes. I want to really invest in this now. And I, I moved in towards data and getting that made a deal with Inside Edge and all this stuff all of a sudden we could do, even though like most people were like, oh no, we're trying to recuperate stuff. For us, it was like, oh, we just didn't make more, but we can kind of plan this out and do it right. Mm-hmm. And uh, so 2021, you know, we did 6.0. We had the inside edge data, which was great and su- super cool to have those new player pages. Which, by the way, in case people don't understand this, 
you any website that has baseball stats on it or stats of any kind, they have to pay for that. Yeah, most of the time. And it's expensive. Uh, not, you know, there are a lot of sites you'll find, which I understand are, they don't pay for that because it's like, all right, what are they going to do? Give us a cease and desist, who cares kind of thing, you know? Mm-hmm. But I, I've i always kind of been like, all right, I want to do things above board as much as I can. I really want to make this legitimate and real. So I had to pay for it. And yeah, not cheap. Not cheap paying for inside edge data, right? So we went ahead and did it. I was like, you know what? I think this is just from not only a, I hope to get some traffic on this, but really just from a branding standpoint, I think it's worthwhile because I, that's the site I want to be. I want to be that place that is your all encompassing thing. And we can't do that unless we have it. Not to mention, I had questions of my baseball analysis. I couldn't answer. And I was like, I need to just get the data and then be able to answer these questions about strike rates and CSW and all this stuff. Right. So we made that huge achievement and I could not be more proud of like the development team we hired and um, the database team. I mean, David Fanko worked his butt off. Same with Jeff Niven and Brett Goldhammer. Like these guys just really, it was a tough, tough launch. You guys remember it was like shut down for like three days on launch and they got through it and we're hoping that 2021 would be replicate of 2019, right? Just trying to get back into it. And we did fine. You know, uh, you know, we launched a new kind of thing a little bit with PO Plus trying to make it look better and stuff. We did fine, but there was still major depressed viewership, right? Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's just because the enthusiasm entering 2021 was still diminished. You know, fans weren't in stadiums yet. And it was just kind of baseball like, okay, you know. So, you know, as it is, of course, March, uh, really March through June is our busiest period. Um, really honestly it's April uh, through June March is like by the end once it gets to be like draft week it all just soars I yeah. uh, but I uh, losing that you know in, in March and April really having those stuff lower maybe it opened up a bit in June affected us you know I uh, so so but then we got to a place of like okay we're actually doing all right you know our like ad rates are going up or whatever because after everything's opening it up. So then more companies are investing more in advertising, which means we make more money on a site. Okay, great. And it's another question of like, all right, I, you know, it, it's really hard. What do we want to achieve? What do we want to do? And I was able to negotiate a deal for StackCast data, like a freaking idiot. Uh, like the amount of money <laughs> to spend on this. And the thing is, I did this with a CBA approaching, right? Yeah. I knew of it. But for me, there's no time to waste. You know, the, the internet is crazy. The internet is this wild west of like, do you realize like in 2014, there was no Patreon. There was no easy way to monetize things like YouTube ads only started what, like 2010 or something like that. I don't know. Not maybe later. It, it's been so recent that we've had all these avenues to monetize stuff. Yeah. And, you know, I, 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 there's an idea that there's a shelf life to online growth and monetization um of just kind of like eventually at some point all the social media stuff that you know dies away and you have to kind of strike with irons hot so instead of me taking this conservative year uh like cool i just want to make money you know and just like sit on it and just see how this thing goes and like not make any chances of cba stuff i said screw it i want to i want to keep pitchels going and i will keep this engine moving forward as much as i can so yeah, so I invested in getting Statcast data through Sport Radar, not cheap. 
I invested in um, hiring Niv Shah, who's incredible, founder of Adenu, and he runs our database engineering team. We added more database engineers. We hired a UI UX, who was our former graphics designer, um, well, a member of a graphics team, Quincy Dong, did an amazing job refining so much of the site to get out of the polish and just make it look good. Our PL Plus page is way better. Our, you know, uh, player page is way better. Like there's all these elements. I mean, we had a brand new player page that just pops now when you go to the thing. It's insane. It's, dope. it's um, amazing. And that does not just happen overnight. Like you have to design every element of it and come up with it from nothing. Um, such a good job of it, right? And it's like all these things. And I found myself investing so much more than I was before in 2020, right? And I still believe, I was like, look, I, I talked to a friend of mine who's a businessman and I said, my, my anxiety of this. And he's like, what are you, what's your, what are you worried about? I said, well, I'm worried that like, you know, we'll miss part of the season and I'll miss like my hot period. He's saying, oh, wait, 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 hold on. So you're saying in the scope of your company over the years, you're worried about a three month gap. And I was like, yes. It's like, and will baseball be done forever? And I said, no. It's like, yeah you'll get through that gap if you need to get through that gap. And like, if you're making something that's better, it'll be better. And he really encouraged me to say, all right, I will find a way to keep pitchers alive if I need to. Right. And there it was January. There's nothing. We're still like acting like everything is fine. February happens. It's terrible. I am so stressed out of my mind because I can see the future payments I have to make. Yeah. I'm trying as hard as I can to figure out how am I going to recuperate? Like, what is what is plan you know B and C and D here? And you've mentioned right? this, you've mentioned this a little bit, but also nobody's I won't say nobody, but like site traffic plummets in the off season. It was yeah, it goes down, and it was even fifty percent down more than that. Like, right? yeah, so dark times, and then it was you know, I, it was bad. Me talking to you, you know, and and, and you're being super honest with me, very transparent, yeah. telling me exactly what's going on, and you know, I'm I'm not gonna go like air out your business or anything like that like but seeing that and and seeing how stressed you were but you still decided to say like you you know what no actually like we're gonna do this like i believe in it and i mean it's also a thing of um you know i have like a plan a plan b plan c of just how do we recuperate this right how do we get through it and i gotta say um the first one was i reached out i think to the community a bit the end of february beginning of march this is remember march 10th was the date it came back and pretty much said like, hey, you know, Fangraphs put out a thing like the day before we were going to do it. So we didn't do it about like, we're struggling, you know, help us out. I was like, right, I don't want to do it the day after they did that or something, you know. And so I just kind of put out a soft call being like on the podcast. I put out, hey, we're, we need your help. Get PL Plus and everything. I, I did it on Twitter a little bit as well. And I got to say, especially when it came back the amount of PL plus subs blew me away. Uh, and I was still worried, even though we baseball had returned, I was essentially worried about May because March was already halfway cut. And I didn't know how much we would have left to, you know, from March would have to cover all of May essentially. Right. Mm. And I was again, so, so, so lucky that baseball came back when it did. Right, especially with Bailey Freeman in my apartment, which is still blowing my mind. If you haven't listened to that Nick Balkan Friends episode, listen to that. It is amazing. Uh, that's foolish baseball. Do that. Um, but I, 
yeah, having him in my apartment celebrating with him when I came back was so great. But the amount of traffic we saw the, for the end of the month blew me away. We got a lot more than I expected. And the subs went through the roof. Um, and I can't believe that. I we, We've doubled our... Well, we're, I think we're on pace to increase our uh, PL Plus subscriptions this year about 75% or so from last year. It's a lot. Which is... <laughs> immense and that is essentially keeping this alive um because in many ways i mean for us to really break even on the investment of Stackcast stuff we need a whole lot more traffic on those player pages and i think that's something that i'm okay with as a long-term investment like you that that's one that isn't gonna show up tomorrow yeah that's one that is as we continue to add to it as we add heat maps and we add rolling charts and we just add a little bit more features and make it more apparent. That's something that like you visit it once, you, you stay there. And then slowly and surely, it's like building a new site almost of just, you got to believe in the long-term product of that. So the PO Plus subs going up, that was huge. And, and now we're in a position again of, all right, I think we're okay. We're, we're all right. We just have to, uh, you know, we're at, at a good place where we're not going to be making another sizable jump in investing and as long as we you know we this is the first time next year is going to be like normal baseball since 2019 in 2023 kind of, kind of. why because of that, all the rule changes but that yeah that's what i'm kind of talking no, about too it's like then no, no, you no, still no. have you still have rule changes you still have the shift stuff and no, you still no, have... that's not going to turn anyone away no 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 2020 2021 2022 are all Odd circumstance, extenuating circumstances when it comes to engagement in the offseason and in early traffic, like insanely so, right? Mm-hmm. That's not because of the rule changes. That's just going to be more, honestly, I think it might even benefit it more because, yeah. yes, people are going to be yeah. talking about this a lot. It's going to be all these things. I'm excited to see how it's going to go. And there's a lot of discussion about it. You're going to have a normal offseason. Oh my God, what is that like? I don't know. You know, like, this is this is kind of where my head is at is getting to a point that when things are normal again, being where we want to be as best as we can. So it's hard. It's it's like I again very lucky that I also had some um extra levels of okay, I guess I'm gonna try and talk to this person or that person or figure this out in any way of trying to make make it survive. Cause I mean um furloughing staff members or reducing what we do was at the very end of this list of like options yeah. right i won't just say like oh pitch was over without doing that you know what i mean but that's pretty much like we're on the same level i there's no way i just wasn't gonna allow it because these people work so hard and they poured so much into it and i can't do that you know i i, I just can't so fortunately we're above that we're okay we're good all, all thanks to you guys listening and the next, you know, the next thing is like, all right, let's get some podcast ads so that we can, you know, hopefully continue to build out and then make the next big investment, which I can't tell you yet. <laughs> but man, oh, there's so much, Not even so much, there's so much. I mean, just think <laughs> of like, I, my goal is for Pitcherless to be the all encompassing baseball website, not fantasy site, not baseball content machine. I want you to feel like it's the site. For everything in baseball. And there are things that we still have to do. So can't wait for that. Well said. Um, yeah. what, is, uh, what is the biggest lesson? We'll wrap up with that. What's the biggest lesson you've learned in this last 12 to 18 months running this site? 
12 to 18 months running inside was the biggest lesson. Yeah. Um, that's a good question. I mean, it can even be something that you're like, you know what? Maybe not a lesson, but like, I'm not going to do this again. Or I learned maybe don't overextend myself in this area. Don't invest time or, or resources in doing blank. Right. I know I know there's something that you're... Is it, is it the fact never, that never take for granted Miles Nelson. <laughs> that's a, a amazing answer. Do you want to expound on that? No, I, I mean, I just got to say, I last year in the summer, um, you know, I was certainly feeling overwhelmed with so many things. I just put out a loose call to the staff, like, hey, is there anyone that can help out with some backend stuff? Instantly, Miles responded. Um, and since then, he's now, he's now the director of staff. And he has helped create all these things that I've wanted to exist, but I just couldn't. I, I was just too much, you know? And it's a problem I have of like, at the end of the day, what makes the most money at PetroList? Content I put out, right? I hate saying that out loud, but that's, I, I recognize that. Mm-hmm. And I should be focused on that. You know, I should be focused on that as much as I can. Yep. Lean but then I'm that. also being content manager. I'm also being a director of staff. I'm also being a CEO, right? And that's hard. That's hard. Like the more I can limit those things, the better for everybody. Cause then the more money that we make as a site, then the more I can give them and more and do all, all that, right? Yep. So Miles c- came in and he did something. You were, for example, he overhauled the entire Discord system so that you can opt into channels and it's not nearly as overwhelming. And it's just amazing now. Um, him and, and Chris Weber. I helped organize the staff and make sure that, you know, handling things that I, you know, have to communicate to this guy and do that guy and checking in on me and giving me a check. Like, insane. You know, there's no way that we're here right now without Miles in this stuff. So that's that's the biggest lesson I've learned is find yourself a Miles. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> that's great. Um, I like it. I like it a lot. We ran long. Um, I have 13 minutes to double check my fab. Um, <laughs> yeah, get out of here, my, uh, Miles. Uh, oh my God. Yancey Eden. Yeah, I wish. I wish I was Miles. Yeah. Um, <laughs> let's do this again. And uh, Yeah, every year. Every year you come back. Every year. Every birthday. Yeah. <laughs> um, I just want to say very quickly, I'll just get this yeah. out of the way. Super proud of you. Um, oh, yeah. The last, the last like year, I, I mean, I, I struggle just taking care of myself and I don't have children or, you know, it's, it's, it's my wife and I, and like, I still find things that are extremely overwhelming. And obviously you run pitch list because it's something that you enjoy. It's your baby. Um, but like, man, it was, this lockout was wild. Dealing with COVID is wild. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. If you know, there, there's a, there's a version of the multiverse where Yancey is pitcher list and he quit a long time ago, mm. like absolutely just quit. So, um, I mean, I, I've been here for the ride. I've enjoyed it. Not to be all cheesy or whatever, but like, um, you know, I don't think you should be surprised by how many people signed up for Pitchless Plus. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I think that that's them being willing and, and waiting to to offer that type of financial support to you. And then whenever they were given the opportunity to do so, they jumped at it. And I think you should feel good about it. Well, everyone listening, thank you. Seriously, I I hope everyone knows that you know the benefit of Pitchless is that it isn't going to some corporate pocket. <laughs> It's yep. everything you raise is making Pitchless bigger and better, you know, truly. So thank you all, really. And we've got a lot to do. We got a lot of work to do. We got a lot of um yeah, things to to get right and get on the right path and make sure that we can keep prospering forward. But yeah, people like you, Yance, uh, for support. I mean, I'm not gonna ignore it. Uh yeah, you've been a very nice 
person in the community for us. You know, you've been really, really kind and supportive along the way and couldn't thank you enough for that. So thank you. Well, this was really cute. Um. (laughs) (laughs) This is how we always talk, by the way. It's not even, I'm not even joking. We do that. Um, But uh, all right. I think that's going to do it for today. Yance, is there anything that you want to plug? Absolutely not. (laughs) Check out the the, uh, player pages on Pitchfork. All right. Okay. Anyway, uh, on behalf of, uh, well, anyway, how do I end this? Oh, right. It's been so long, y'all. So anyway, my name is Nick Pollock, and that was my friend, Yancey Eden.